Hey friends, welcome back to Randomly Moved for Purpose podcast. My name is Liz and I am your host and I am so excited to be back with you guys and um, let's give a quick update on just kind of how things have been going. So when I left you guys off, we were like in the middle of spring break and things like that and then um, first of all, during that trip, I took a really good spill on my first time down the mountain and really, really hurt my tailbone. Actually, I think it's still kind of bruised since then. But um, so when it comes to my workouts, that kind of had taken a toll on that. And um, like anything that I did kind of sitting position, I could just feel it. So I really had to take some time to let, let that heal and rest because even now um it's still it's it still bothers me but it's definitely now doable so my workouts have been um getting back to normal of what it used to be um and then we got to of course celebrate all kinds of things this last month we had my son's birthday um we had easter and um with all of the craziness that had been going on i didn't do holy week like i did last year um we definitely observed it as a family i just didn't do that uh, via the podcast this year um but nonetheless uh definitely a very important time in our family and we definitely celebrated with the people that we love and um, had an amazing gathering it was lots of fun lots of outdoor games and um, so that's just kind of how we observed that also after we got back from our spring break trip is when I started taking care of our new nephew and um, we've been adjusting to that and um let's see he's now four months old so i got him at like three months and um you know it's just different my kiddos are older and uh having a newborn back in my life in kind of a semi-full-time basis needed some adjusting and finding pockets of quiet time has been a little bit of a challenge but i feel like we're now into a groove that um I can start showing up again. So my apologies there. And um, I tell you what, he is such an easy baby. So I really can't even blame him. It's just one of those like, are you sure? Like, are you really asleep? Are you really asleep now? Okay, are we for real? You know, so you're just constantly checking on him. And now like, I finally got a baby monitor. So now I feel more comfortable, um, you know, shutting the door and letting him sleep and things like that. So um that's kind of like a little big update there so today um is monday uh, i do want to run through um some scripture and i don't know i was kind of all over the place because i kind of wanted to talk about my um some little highlights of my bible study that we just finished um kind of wanted to talk about the sermon um but then we discussed a very uh, interesting verse in Ephesians on small group. 
which is the whole reason why this place this this whole podcast is even labeled randomly moved because i like to talk about the things that happen throughout my life throughout the week throughout my day that just randomly moved moved me and so um that's what i want to talk to you guys about and so you know what i'm i'm gonna go with ephesians today i'm going to talk about the particular verse in ephesians and we'll work through those other materials at a later time and so i'm really excited about today's word and um thank you for joining me Okay, so I want to jump into Ephesians chapter 4, and I will go through the process of reading this whole section. We're going to go chapter 4, verses 1 through 16, and then as I often do, I'd like to go back and reread with my commentary on this particular section. Um... And as you guys know, also, I like to read the whole sections and not just kind of take a verse and and apply it to whatever I need. So um, let's dive into that together. Uh, this is titled Unity in the Body of Christ. And I find this very timely right now in a time where there's so much uh, disunity, you know, or separation or division even in the church and that is why so many churches even like split up i think every church probably has a story of you know we started because we left this church or we've had people leave us and start a church and not necessarily like in a church planting type of a thing uh because it's also a thing but um you know people tend to disagree on some on some things and they are important enough to them to maybe leave a church for whatever reason. And I think that at this day and age is probably even more evident than ever before. Before I think um, in my experience, I would have walked into a church where that had already happened. And, uh, but to like see it firsthand because of people just being divided for political points of views uh it's just been very heartbreaking so therefore i think it's a very timely uh piece of scripture to read uh, to just continue to have unity in our church so this is paul speaking and he remember he is a prisoner um and and he starts off saying that as a prisoner for the lord then i urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, one Father of all, who is over all and through all in all. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ appointed it. This is why it says, when he ascended on high, he led captives in his train and gave gifts to men. What does he ascended mean? 
except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions. He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. It was he who gave some to it was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers, to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and be blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will in all things grow up into him who is head, that is Christ. From him the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. There's just so much, so much here. And I sadly, I I just don't feel I can even do it justice, but I'm just going to do my best. And this is definitely a piece of scripture that's going to like, like I've been sparked on it, like it's going to be in the forefront. And and I'm going to be very attentive to any other teachings that I may hear about this so that I can gain wisdom in this particular scripture because I think it has a lot to offer. So let's go back, starting again in verse 1. As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Guys, we all have a different calling, right? We all have a diff- different things that we're good at, things that we're bad at. And there's, I I hate all the judgment that we, I don't even, yes, we put some judgment on other people. But I think right now it's time to focus on the judgment that we're putting on ourselves of us thinking that we're not good enough to use our gift or that we just obsess over our shortcomings. And although those are things that we can work on, we really need to be spending 90% of the time just sharpening our gifts and just really truly living in that. So a life worthy of the calling you have received. It It's just look at what reflect on what feels natural to you that is your calling and that's what you need to be really really diving into it says be completely humble and gentle uh so i have this kind of marked down humble and gentle when we read it at small groups some people had meekness and meekness is power under control right and and i have we had somebody say like well how can you be humble and 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 gentle you know and it's definitely calling people out with the truth but in love like we're not degrading we're not harsh about it we're just really trying to even say like 
I have this figured out, so you should listen to me. That's not it because we are so all very imperfect and we are all so much trying to figure out this thing called life, right? Um, But that it's okay to call people out in love with the truth. Um, And and you've heard some of the other verses. We're probably going to touch back on this. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Be patient. Man, that's one that I can be. That's one that's not a strength of mine. It is not a strength of mine. And even whenever um, this kind of even sparked a little thought that was uh, spoke about in the sermon yesterday morning, which is like, we are constantly in a rush to do our very next thing, keep up with our schedule, do the kids activities. So when we are out and about, we're even in a rush. We're trying to complete that task so we can get on to the next next task. That if we run into something or somebody or we feel that nudge to maybe tell somebody about Christ, it's always like we we don't have time for it. Or or we see the neighbor and they want to talk to us and we know that's going to take 30 minutes. I don't have time for that. But I'm just so convicted because... I have time for my neighbor who feels lonely. I need to make time for my neighbor that is lonely. It's an older couple. Their children are grown. They don't live nearby. And I need to be patient with my time. I need to be patient with them. And I need to be present for the elderly couple that lives next to me that just wants a little interaction with their neighbor. And that's okay. And I need to stop thinking that I don't have 30 minutes. Um, So that's a patient and and to be loving about that time that I give them. Not begrudgeful. So make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. We've gotten to a place where I feel like, guys, we we can't agree to disagree. And we need to have the thought that unity is more important than our disagreement. As long as we believe Jesus Christ is Lord, he came down from his throne in heaven. He lived a sinless death. He was beaten and crucified and was put in this tomb And in three days, he rose and ascended into heaven and left us the power of the Holy Spirit to live inside of us. That is big. Those are things that we are not divided on. Therefore, as long as we can agree to hold that to be truth, unity needs to be above a disagreement. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, one Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. That is something we do not disagree on. That is truth. That is our salvation. And, and, and if, if, if you 
and the person you're having a disagreement on, if you both agree on that, that is above your disagreement and unity is above the disagreement. But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ appointed it. This is why it says, when he ascended on high, he led captives in his train and gave gifts to men. He gifted us. What does, what does he ascended mean except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions? He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. It was he who gave some to be apostles. So these are some of the gifts that he's talking about, right? Some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers. And it is so important for us to live in those gifts if 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 that's what we're gifted in. To prepare God's people for work of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity. Until we all reach unity. We need to be in our gifts every day, day in, day out. We need to be a people who serve until we all reach unity in the faith, in the knowledge of the Son of God, and become mature, attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. And that's the thing. When we are teaching, when we are discipling, when we're trying to lead people to Christ, we need to we need to be um that needs to be like a long lasting relationship is why uh being involved in a community uh, is so important in a bible study it's so important because we need to be to the point that we are mature attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ why this is why so that we are no longer the infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by the wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men and their deceitful scheming. Tell me that you are not seeing that right now. Tell me that the news is not manipulating the the what we would call the infants or the the faithfully immature. That that the people are not um that the the army of the enemy it's not in the social medias just attacking the faith left and right and guess what if we are infants if we are immature in our walk we will be swayed by their cunning words i the bible says they're cunning and craftiness of men and their deceitful scheming. The notes say sometimes those who try to draw people away from Christian faith are not innocently misguided, but deliberately deceitful and evil. We are right now in a spiritual war, friends. And it is very important that we take our faith serious. And 
listening to to me alone is not going to be enough. That I am not the full, my words right now is not the full armor of God. And we need to make sure that we are putting that on daily, right? Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will in all things grow up into him who is head, that is Christ. From him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. And that right there is why if we proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, we need to be doing our part of the work. We have to. I don't know what that looks like for you. I don't know if that's serving in your local church. I don't know if that's starting your own small group. I don't know if that's uh, starting a women's Bible study in your neighborhood or in your street. Um, It could be you joining a local food pantry so you can be the hands and feet of Jesus. It could be you rallying with parent, uh, Planned Parenthood or, uh, you know, uh, anti-abortion groups to, to save our most vulnerable, the unborn children. I don't know if that's you uh, visiting nursing homes and, and giving a little bit of your time for the elderly that's lonely. I don't know if that's um, volunteering in the youth group, uh, whether or not you have kids that age, because that's our future and it's definitely worth an investment. I don't know if that's if your gift is teaching. I don't know if your gift is praise and worship, but we are called to do our part in love. In love. Because when people are on the outside looking in, we need to look different. We need to truly be the light in this dark, dark world. Oh, my goodness. Oh, what a good short reading that was today with some really great reminders for myself that I need to stop living in the what if I'm not good enough? What if I mess up? What? I I just don't think that that I'm supposed to be doing this, right? But that even brings me back, you guys know that I've done a study on Exodus and that even takes me back to Moses. And when when God specifically, specifically went to Moses to tell him, go save my people. And he's like, dude, I'm not your guy. And God is like, just go. 
just go and start doing and I will provide every step of the way. And I'm going to tell you right now that whenever this was laid in my heart, and I know I've told you guys this before, I don't think I'm a gifted teacher. I don't think that I am a gifted um, reader or an interpreter of scripture. I don't. I, But I feel like I'm going to listen and be obedient. And I've talked to God about this many times that my heart, I think it's in the right place. And if it's not for him to show it to me, to show me that, that I'm wrong and I'll, I will walk away because <laughs> I do not want to be messing up anything, any of his words. But again, back to Moses, I'm actually incapable because God's plan is perfect. And if he has led me to this, I am for sure walking in faith. And I don't know everything. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I do. And that I am learning with you. And that I hope with these conversations with you that you ask me questions that make me dig deeper. Or that help you dig deeper. And that's what this is all about. So I encourage you today to really really pay attention to that thing that the Lord has just been stirring up inside of you. Because here's the other thing that I have been putting off and putting off and putting off and that is the sternness of my soul to potentially be part of our praise and worship team at our church. And I am just saying that right now with like absolutely zero hope that I'll ever be on that stage. I have no expectations. I am not a gifted singer. And I say that humbly because I do come from a family that's very talented. So on my dad's side, both of his parents had beautiful voices. They rest in peace. My father um, his brother, who has, uh, my uncle has passed, so also huge loss. And both of his sisters, the four of them, every single one of them can sing, okay? My oldest brother has one of the most beautiful voices I've ever heard. Um, but me, I can harmonize, right? I, I'm an alto, I can harmonize. But I do love music and music moves me. And I, you know, for the longest time, I'm like, well, is it because I want to be on stage or because I love music and what it does to me and I want to be a part of that, right? So I've sat on it for a really long time. And I just want you to know that uh, the thought of me being on stage, like, breaks, like, I'm scratching my neck right now because it, like, breaks me into hives. So, I don't think it's the fact that I want to be on stage, but I feel the Lord just keeps like putting this into my heart. So I've reached out. We'll see if they reach out back. And if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If not, I feel like I've done my part, right? So it's all very scary, guys. It is all very scary, but we have to be willing to just say, 
put one foot in front of the other and say, Lord, I'm scared about this, but I'm going to trust that uh, you're going to show the way. You're, you're going to provide as I take one foot in front of the other. Okay? Guys, really, really sit and reflect on what what the like what the Holy Spirit has been saying, like, hey, this is it, that you've been saying, like, no way. Okay, and trust, trust that. You may have thought that it was random, but remember, this podcast is named Randomly Moved for Purpose. Because when you feel like you're randomly moved, that's actually what I feel to be the Holy Spirit stirring up something in your soul that you should be doing something. Guys, please, if you have any questions, if you want to talk about this further, please, please can email me, make put comments on this podcast. You can also follow me at, at Liz E. Cooley on Instagram and uh, drop me a message on my DMs about any questions that you may have. Uh, happy Monday, guys. Um, remember that you're never randomly moved. There's always a purpose.